reward. Very nice. Actually, it's a barbell. Sterling beer barbell. Thank God for the Sterling people making nice uh, uh, beer-related and tavern-related stuff. We're going to talk about why we're optimistic about the Indianapolis Colts. The Colts and Optimism Wednesday, perfect partners this week. Uh, Colts playing against the Jaguars. The Jaguars have not won to the level that they should have, given their points scored and their points against the Colts have definitely won more than they should have given their points for and points against. It's math that drives us today in honor of Frank Reich and the MIT guys sitting up in the suite deciding strong go, strong no-go. I never hear about strong no-goes. A lot of strong goes from the MIT guy. We are all strong go today. Optimism Wednesday, Matt Ryan, chief among the reasons why. Pacers. Tonight at Gainbridge Fieldhouse playing against the New York Knicks. Preseason game number three. First one at home, first one on TV. We get to enjoy the game along with Chris Denary, Quinn Buckner, Jeremiah Johnson, Mark Boyle, Pat Boylan, Eddie Gill. Whether you watch on TV or listen on the radio or somehow do a combination of both, you will enjoy this game. Uh, Indiana, the odds of them winning the national championship... They're not great, but you know who the favorite is? It shouldn't be great for them either. Gonzaga, what, at plus 850? The Hoosiers, plus 4,500. I can live with that. What I can't live with is giving over my money for six months as I wait to see if I won. That hurts. That's a loss immediately. I don't like that kind of thing, so I don't do it. However, Indiana being an 11-point dog at Memorial Stadium this weekend against Maryland. I got to tell you, I kind of like. This is Breakfast with Kent for Wednesday, October 12, 2022. Brought to you by the great people at BUSR. Go to BUSR.com backslash Kent. Make an initial deposit of $100 or more. You get $25 in free casino chips. You can play blackjack. You can play craps. You can play slots. Whatever you want. And then go to the sports book and have a good time there. Deposit. If when you deposit, they will match up to a thousand bucks. First time deposit. Free play. Cool. Fun. All right. Uh, hit the subscribe button. Hit the like button. Ring the bell so you get an alert every time we go live. And if you want to donate, donate. And if you do donate, I get a, uh, a graphic. You can ask a question, and I'll answer it in real time. And when you subscribe and you like, you are entered to win what is in the prize egg. We will give it away this Friday. The first prize egg prize was an autographed uh, Miles Turner jersey. Second one was an autographed David West jersey. So these are real prizes. This isn't like just some crap I found in a closet, for God's sake. You know what? a sack of ping-pong balls or something. Let's talk about sports and the reasons to be optimistic about the Colts this Sunday against the Jacksonville Jaguars. All right? The Colts uh, the Colts are two-and-a-half-point favorites against the Jaguars. You would think, huh, preposterous. If you watched that first matchup between the Colts and the Jaguars in Jacksonville, the game that the Jaguars won 24 nothing. However... This is a different game, different 60 minutes, different result. Here's how different it is. The Colts have not won in Jacksonville for a really long time. I don't even want to get into how long it's been. 
But the Jacksonville Jaguars have not won in Indianapolis since 2017. The Colts have won four in a row with four different quarterbacks. This streak goes back to when Andrew Luck was a starter. You've had Luck, Brissett, Rivers, Wentz. Ha! Wentz as uh, the starters of the four games that the Indianapolis Colts have won here. Matt Ryan was terrible the first time around. Worst game he has ever played in terms of QBR. The worst. What are the odds he's going to repeat that performance? Donut. Zero. Can't happen. Won't happen. Matt Ryan, at some point, the switch is going to flip, and all of a sudden, he's going to be a guy. Can you imagine the Matt Ryan that we have seen through five games playing for the Colts? Can you imagine this guy being a four-time Pro Bowler? I can barely imagine him being a starting quarterback. He's thrown seven picks. He's fumbled the ball 11 times. He's been sacked 21 times. Somehow, he has cobbled together, despite those statistics, a 2-2-1 record as a starting quarterback. That This is not who he is, what we have seen. At some point, he is going to become better. If only for a game or two, why not this one? Game six, he's got to start feeling comfortable at some point, and this would be a great time for it to happen. How about this? In the last game that the Colts played against the Jaguars, which was just week two, their leading receivers in that game were Ashton Doolin, Naheem Hines, and Desmond Patman. Ashton Doolin was put on IR yesterday. Naheem Hines suffered a concussion this past week against the Broncos. We'll see if he's good to go Sunday against Jacksonville. And Patman's on the practice squad after being waived. It's time for Pittman, Pierce, and, and Paris Campbell to step the hell up and play good football against the Jaguars. Uh, Pierce didn't play uh, first time these two teams met. The Jaguars have lost two straight, and the Colts have won two out of three. Jaguars lost to the Texans last week, 14-6. to six. All right, the Jaguars are not a bad team, though. We'll talk about that in a little bit. Uh, Trevor Lawrence... In the previous game against the Colts, you know what he did? He was 25 of 30 for 235 yards, three touchdowns, no interceptions, a QBR of 95.7. Wow. No way that's repeated. No chance. What he did is to the high end what Matt Ryan did to the low end. Matt Ryan is going to adjust up. He is going to... We call it kind of receding to the mean. In this case, it's acceding to the mean. Trevor Lawrence is going to recede to the mean. Water will find its level. And Trevor Lawrence was way above flood stage the first time around. Matt Ryan, way below. Big drought for Matt Ryan. The drought will be broken this week at Lucas Oil Stadium. The Colts have not scored more than 20 points in a game since Christmas, literally, since Christmas Day, they played against the Arizona Cardinals and scored more than 20 points. It has not happened since. They have scored 20 on the nut three times in, in those seven games that have followed. They lost the last two 
of the 2021 season, and then this year they're 2-2-1, two, two, and one, having never scored more than 20 points in any of those games. That is going to be broken this week. Why? Because it's time. You're not just going to not score touchdowns forever. Do you know that non-tight ends, non-tight ends, over this entire season, over the five-game season, non-tight ends have scored two touchdowns for the Colts. Two touchdowns. They are averaging. Everybody who's not a tight end combined averaging 0.4 touchdowns per game. That is going to adjust upward, frankly, because it has to. I know we're talking about vagaries in, in, in with these reasons for optimism, but look, the Colts lost 24-0 last time against the Jaguars. If you look at statistics of these two teams, you're not going to find real reasons to be optimistic. You're not going to look at Matt Ryan versus Trevor Lawrence based upon that Week 2 matchup and say, ho-ho, the Colts are going to win this game. You're not going to say that because you're not psychotic. You understand numbers to the extent that they can be applied toward future performance. And the reason for feeling optimistic about the Colts in future performance is that past performance did not accurately represent what this team and its talent is. Um, over the last two games, the Jaguars have averaged three and a half turnovers per game. Ooh including against the Texans. Texans figured out the Jaguars in Jacksonville. Nobody, you know what? It's not sexy coming to Indianapolis. You fly into Indianapolis, you stay in a hotel. The hotel's okay. You go over to the stadium. The stadium's pretty good. Crowd's pretty good. But it, it's not like going to a, 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 you know, a place where you get fired up to play. It's not good. That's an advantage. Uh, Colts have got to play a good game, and they're going to get healthier. Jonathan Taylor, I think he's got a really good chance to play in this game. Naheem Hines had a few extra days to get through the concussion protocol. Hopefully he makes it. Tyquan Lewis, it is supposed that he's going to start in place of Quiddy Pay, and he's played well when he's played. That concussion sadly sort of derailed where he was at. Um, you've got Leonard. What's with the nose? We're going to find out a little bit about that today when Frank Reich talks. Julian Blackman, is he getting better? But Jonathan Taylor is the guy. And hopefully at some point, Dio Odengbo, or uh, uh, Quiddy Pay can get back. And, but Dio Odengbo is playing pretty good football, better football week after week after week, as will be Bernard Ryman. Don't sleep on Bernard Ryman as a high-quality starting left tackle for this team. Is it going to happen this week? We hope so. Uh, hopefully the referees stop staring at him, stop boring holes in him with their eyeballs as they look for him to do something that's a little untoward and a little bit flag-worthy, because that's what happened the other day. Fig Speaking of flag-worthy, uh, typical NFL. Tua wobbles, isn't pulled from the game, goes in the next week, gets a real concussion, is pulled, and is going to miss weeks. So what does the NFL do? The NFL and the NFLPA, they get together, they hatch up an enhanced level of like concussion protocol during games for evaluation, where if a guy goes all wobbles, they get pulled from the game. How is that not in it initially? But anyway, since then, 
they have bubble-wrapped quarterbacks. Tom Brady thrown to the ground. Good heavens. That, that results in a penalty. Jerome Boger, what are you doing? And then in the, uh, the Chiefs and the Raiders game, my God, where do you want Chris Jones to fall? He, so he fell on Derek Carr. You know, that's just ridiculous. Don't bubble wrap these guys. Just take care of them when they do get hurt. That's the point. And for God's sake, people in the media and fans, stop calling for more replay reviews to, to try to ferret out whether a quarterback was targeted or not or what the intent of a defensive player was. Don't do that. In fact, you know how I feel about replay. Get rid of the whole damn operation. It's ridiculous. Other than spotting the football, replay should never be used and should never, ever be used for a gray area call. I hate gray area rules, and replay used to enforce them is ridiculous. You cannot get a better idea of what the intent of the player was by looking at the replay. You just can't. So don't employ it. Uh, Pacers, tonight they host uh, the Knicks at Gainbridge Fieldhouse. Their win total over under 24 and a half. Who? I like it at BUSR. The thing I don't like, like I said, is the, a casino holding your money for, you know, five, six, seven months as all that's decided. However, that's a pretty low number for what I think is going to be a talented team and a team that comes together a little bit. So we'll see part of that tonight. Uh, the Pacers signed Trevlin Queen to a two-way contract. Are you kidding? If you've got a wife that you love and is the queen of your household, how do you not buy a jersey, a Trevlin Queen jersey? Queen right there on the back. Your wife can rock it with pride during Pacers games. Going to be fantastic. Um, IU, like I said, plus 4,500 to win the national championship. Gonzaga, plus 850. What? Indiana. I think Indiana's got a better chance to win the national championship than does Gonzaga. Gonzaga isn't going to win a national championship. If they were going to win a national championship, they would have won a national championship. Let's celebrate birthdays on this beautiful Optimism Wednesday. Did I make you feel better about the Colts? I feel like I failed in that effort. I tried. But after that 24-0, we believe what we last saw. 24-0, that was a substantial beatdown by the Jaguars. And, and the, we don't, it, it's Optimism Wednesday. I'm not even going there. Uh, John Sokol celebrating a birthday today. Wayne Moore, Rob, uh, Rob Haverly, happy birthday. The great Benjamin Boyd celebrating a birthday. The great Marvin Iron celebrating a birthday. Chad Goff. Happy birthday, Melissa Kissinger, the great Ann Ryder, celebrating a birthday, and Derek Davidson. Happy birthday. No relation to Donald Davidson, as far as I know. If today's your birthday, you celebrate like hell. Any opportunity you get to celebrate you and hopefully have people express love toward you is one to be cherished. All right? If you're having a tough day and you're feeling low, call somebody. You, you got a support system around you, even, even if you don't know that you do, you do. Call people. They're ready to help. They're ready to lift your spirits a little bit, make you feel worthy. All right? So call. We'll talk to you later today. Inside Indiana Sports Now, I can't wait until we talk then, about 4 o'clock this afternoon.